Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode 44 of the podcast. 44. Um, we're back. We're back and we're better than ever. So let's do it. Hello, beautiful people. How are we? How are we doing? Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. It has been a little over a month, I believe, maybe short of a month, um, but right around a month since the last episode. And I do apologize, but we went through, um, you know, a lot of uh, very stressful times with uh, two big shows and, um, you know, just a lot of things in my life, good and bad happening. And here we are. We're back. Happy to bring you guys uh, 30 minutes here of raw on unfiltered uh you know I, I would say entertainment or noise just noise 30 minutes of noise here you go whether you're driving in the car you're on an airplane um whether you're playing basketball to this podcast who knows what you're doing with it but you know you better be doing it big that's all we want for you in this podcast is you're living your best life and doing it big um some big news where do we start man it's been a month holy shnikes it's been a month um should we start with the obvious? Obviously, we have some sad, some happy shit to start with. But um, let's start with the big one, man. I played a gig in Houston, which was so cool. Um, did it at the Secret Group in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, went down there, saw my buddy Neil uh, on Instagram as at Neil Comedy. Went down there, saw him shoot his hour, which was amazing. 50 for 50. A little uh, play on ESPN's 30 for 30. 50 minutes for his uh, 50th birthday. And it was great. Uh, 100 and uh, 125, maybe 128 of his closest friends and family were there. That was cool. We uh, even went into, you know, it was kind of cool because we. this has been like a year and a half. We've been working on this. And we we kind of took a moment to appreciate that before the show. Um, I got to talk to him in the green room, and it was really, really, uh, how do you say it? It was meaningful, I would say, and uh, I think to both of us. So that's something that... I think I'm going to, um, you know, take with me moving forward. And I know he really appreciated me coming down and doing the, and, uh, you know, watching. I got to watch with his son, which was cool. Uh, his son, I know I'm saying, I feel like I'm saying uh, every other sentence. And I, and I apologize for that. But that's just how we roll right now. His son really uh, appreciated Neil's comedy. So that was really cool to watch. And, you know, I appreciated watching somebody do 50 minutes that I saw build it up. So that was really cool. Then we swinged over uh, to Mike show, dude, at the secret group. And that was awesome. You got treated like a real comedian. Dude, I was treated and respected by that place. And it was awesome. It was just awesome. The green room was so cool talking with all the comedians. Everyone's trying to help each other out. No one's trying to step on each other. It was a very cool vibe. Because sometimes when you get to these open mics, man, people are just trying to step on each other and one up each other and, bash each other and compete against each other and fight and just it's a very competitive space to be in and it can get fucking overwhelming at times and i don't even do it every night but you know you see these people and they almost if you don't do it every night it almost feels like they hate you because they're like you're not grinding like i'm grinding fuck you and it just dude it's a terrible feeling but like you know you show up here on this paid show and they 
they just had this level of respect for you down there in Houston. And um, I gave it right back because they, they were awesome. They were really great meeting all these different comedians and seeing, you know, just finding out where, they, where they're from. A lot were from Austin. Some were from California. One was from California. I think we had one from New York. It was very cool to see. And they were great, man. And the show was awesome. The show rocked. It was a fun time. Ten minutes, man. Ten minutes is a long time for me to be up there. And I and I felt good about it. I finished right at there like 9.50 or something like that. And that's how we roll. We're, all, we're Rolexing on time. We're Rolexing on time. And now I'm thinking, if there's a ceiling for me, forget about it, dude. Your boy drive Because your boy's driving... A sunroof, right? Your boy, the car I drive has a sunroof, so forget about a ceiling because I'm sunroofing it up in this bitch. After I did 10 minutes like that, give me another five. I'm doing a sunroof. And I actually am writing another new five to have 15 total minutes. And I'm going to be doing this new five. All right, here comes the breaking news. Here's the breaking news part of the podcast. Um, April 28th, I believe. Let me look. April 28th. Second City, Nick Hannock amongst, and friends and amongst others are going to be performing. Um, I don't know what stage, but they'll be performing at Second City in, on Wells Street in Chicago. It will be a fun time. It's going to be great. A lot of different acts on this one. Dude, this one's actually really cool because there's a lot of different acts on this one, and they switch it up and everything. Is that loud? I feel like it's a little loud for you guys. Sorry. Is that better? I don't know. Um, but, dude... What I was trying to say was they're switching it up on this this show. Like there's like I think there's like a guy who does like a kind of a magic motivational act, which is awesome. There's a very religious girl who's hilarious and like she seems very religious, but then her jokes are like very like kind of with it, but against it. It's very awesome. Um, you know, we got someone in drag. I don't know if she will be in drag during it. Um, we got someone with green hair. There you go. We got someone with a mullet. There you go. We have a twin. There you go. We have a substitute teacher. There you go. We're rocking and rolling, dude. We got all sorts of fucking different acts up there, man. It's going to be great. I cannot wait for the show. It's going to be a fun time. Hopefully, we sell out the bitch again. Oh, because I want to sell out the bitch again, dude. That probably sounded like I had audio issues, but that's okay. We'll move on. Um, But yeah, so it was really cool to go down to Houston and do that show. And everyone was so great, and um, I'm thankful for everyone at the Secret Group for giving me the opportunity. And um, it was fun. T- it was a fun time, and we'll be dropping a click a clip. I think today. Problem with the whole video is there's a concert next to us, so it was a little loud, and the audio kind of got messed up a little bit. So that's it's okay because we're gonna we're gonna be able to salvage, savage, salvage, salvage, salvage some of the, again. You don't come to this podcast to learn, do you? Um, salvage some of the material. And uh, hopefully get it out to you guys. So I'm very excited to share that stuff. I'm also building this new five minutes, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Then I'm going to have 15 minutes total. Because the 10 I did, I feel very good about. Um, There's acts, there's areas in my act I can improve, no doubt. But the basis is there. And I'm feeling kind of good moving forward with that stuff. Now, some of it might end up getting thrown out. But we're moving forward. We're moving forward. What else? Uh, oh, dude, so last Thursday, so I guess if this is a Monday, then two Thursdays ago, the I had that I, I had that Second City show. The Tuesday before, I went up at the Laugh Factory, and then the Friday after, I went to Houston. Wild week, um, which is kind of fun. How crazy is that, man? Life, this is the first time I'm thinking about this. I went up at the Laugh Factory, at the, at Second City, and 
on a road gig all in one week. First time at the Laugh Factory, first time on the road gig. And it was just, dude, it was awesome. It was just awesome. It's so funny how sometimes life um, it hits you. Life, it, life comes at you fast sometimes. And I'm kind of realizing right now those are three you know, big venues. I mean, the Houston one isn't the biggest venue in the world, but it was still very cool to travel for stand-up and get paid. So doing that, man, it's unbelievable. It's really cool. And I, I hope people out there get to do something like that one day. Like, just chase your dreams, man. That's all I would say. Go for it. Until you're like 30, go for it. And then when you're 30, give up everything. <laughs> Sorry, I know I blew right into the mic on <laughs> that one. That was hilarious. Um, no, don't give up if you're 30, obviously. Um, what else, man? What else? So two Thursdays ago, I'm just, we're standing there. I'm a little tired. I got everything. I'm trying to build up. I got to figure out the order of my 10 minutes. I got Houston in the morning. I don't want to oversleep. I went to the Cubs opening day game. I uh, bet on the Brewers against the Cubs because I thought the Cubs were going to suck. The Cubs won. It was the only leg of the parlay that missed when I bet Scotty Scheffler in it, which was like plus 3000 I lost 2000 I could have won $2,000. All good. Didn't happen. Also, I've been losing every bet I ever placed now. I don't remember the last time I won a bet. And it's all by one leg. And it's all good, but it's all by one leg. So with that being said, Back again, that's the second time we've just diverged away from the story. But back to the original story. Um, oh, Steve Carell, man. I saw him at Second City. How crazy is that? Steve fucking Carell. I'm standing there inside the classroom. The front wall is kind of half glass, half wall, I guess you could say. And um, you can see through through to the hallway. And I'm looking out the hallway. We're in a circle doing some bullshit like share how your week was or something. And the girl before me is going, and I'm looking out the hallway, and I just see a girl, and I'm like, oh, my God, that looks like Steve Carell's what? And then Steve Carell appears in the picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Steve and Nancy Carell. Holy shit, their whole family. And I'm just staring at Steve, jaw dropped. I am absolutely starstruck in this moment. And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm just staring at him. And then I kind of do, like, this half-ass wave. Like, like kind of, you know, when the golfers make a putt and then they just flash it at the crowd with the ball between their two fingers. I was like that, but with no ball. And he just kind of, he like nodded and like waved back. And it was awesome. It was like probably the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> no, but it was cool, man. And then he uh, they got to me, they're like, Nick, how's your week? And I'm like, well, I just saw Steve motherfucking Garrell. And everyone's like, oh my God, where, where? And I'm just like, right fucking there behind us. And, um. He was doing like a tour, it looked like. It looked like there was a girl walking in front of them backwards, kind of showing them around uh, the old stomping grounds, if you will, because Steve Crow went to uh, Second City. So that was cool. That was really cool to see. And, you know, it was, it was uh, he, I think he ended up talking to one of the classes there. Wish it was my class, but all good. And I was very close to wearing an uh, office sweatshirt, but I said, this is going to look ugly, so I'm not going to do that. But just put it on. Who knows what could have happened? All good. All good, moving on. Um, but no, so stuff's cool, man. Second City's taken off. Stand-up's been awesome. I hope you guys come out to the April uh, 28th show. I know it's a Thursday night. I know people are going to be like, what day of the week is that? That's a Thursday night. It'll be fun. I, uh, I did record a podcast before this about two weeks ago. And it just, it, I don't know. I've been going through some stuff in my life right now where it's just been a lot of new things kind of taking on, right? The stand-up and... Um, you know, building up 15 minutes all of a sudden. Kind of had, kind of always had it, but now building it up. Oh, I even mentioned, dude, I had the 
Um, I had like the open mic one. So I went up on Tuesday. I did um, the Laugh Factory. Then Wednesday I went up and I did the um, best of, oh no, it was at the Wednesday before. But either way, in a short time span, I did the um, Woody's open mic best of. And I just went up last and just ate shit in front of my friends and family. And it was terrible. And it's so amazing. That's another thing about stand-up. It was just how low lows can get like that. Like having your friends come out to support you at, a pay, at like a show you could win $250 at. And then you just eat shit. So that kind of sucked. And that kind of sucked. That did suck. And, you know, I felt real defeated. But then I went up at the Laugh Factory. I went, felt better. And then I went up at Second City. But it was, so it was all good. But, you know, sometimes that stuff happens. But what I was trying to say is I've been through some stuff, man, where, you know, in my personal life, things, some things have been ending. You know what I mean? And um, some things you, you, you kind of knew was going to end, but you didn't want it to end, I guess I could say. And sometimes it's for the best, I guess. Because it's everything has a, a has their place, and if it's meant to be, people work themselves back to each other. But at the same time, maybe you're not meant for each other. Maybe it was just some, something that was fun for a little bit. Who knows? Who knows, man? But it was still fun. And you know what the fun part about this is? Is although there are times I wish, oh man, I wish this got a little more serious, dude. Can't wait. And and although on those times I'm like, fuck, this fucking sucks that it's over, and you're heartbroken and stuff. Dude, I can't wait to do it again. Not like, with, well, not with the same, you know what I mean, but like trying again. There's so many people that go through heartbreak and are like, no, uh, you know, I'm never fucking going for love again. Fuck love. I'm never fucking trying again. Oh, dude, what's the point then, man? What are we doing? Get out there. Take some swings. You're going to strike out. Bro, sometimes you, you, you have a bad year. Chris Davis. Home run leader the first one of his seasons. The next season, worst batting average in baseball. Or most strikeouts in baseball. Either way, it went from good to very bad. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's actually a very big argument against me, I guess that was, is what I'm saying here. But I don't mean that. What I mean is just anything can happen is what I mean. <laughs> anything can happen. That's what I mean. And Although I'm sad it's over, dude, it's time to fly. Dude, I'm so happy. I can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to go for everything again. And that feeling when you first start stuff is so much fun, man. Getting to know someone, nothing better in life, dude. There's nothing better than that. Except, except stand-up. That, one, that might be better than that, that feeling when you're on the stage. That might be a little bit better. <laughs> no. Um, I know that this thing hasn't even been that fucking funny, but... It's okay. We got real for a little bit right there. And I wanted to talk about that. And I do feel better that I did talk about that. Because there's also been some fun shit that's been happening, man. I went to Tao for my first time. And I'm not a club guy. Like, you know me. If you guys, anyone who knows me as a comic or as a um, person, you know, I'm not a club guy. I'm a bar guy or something like that, you know? I go to Tao. They have like four different security guards that like checking you down at different points finally get in there it's for some like rave concert i go in there i'm just not feeling it my friends i'm with are just like who are like my work they're like friends from work so this is my first time going out with them they're like rave people so they're very excited for this me i'm there and i'm just having a good time and i go out there and they, they they're just pounding like like snooki and ronnie and doing like a fist pump and shit and i'm just like that's not fun stop doing that do you see yourselves 
You're like, no, shut up, man. It's about the vibes. It's about the vibes. It's like, okay, real great. So I went back to the bar. I'm like, maybe they're right. Maybe I got to get in on the vibes. Maybe I have to cheer myself up a little bit and not be a negative Nikki. And I uh, went back to the bar and I got a drink and I got a shot. And when I did the shot, the guy goes, uh, I go, I, sorry, I go to back to the bar and I'm like about to order a shot and someone taps me on the shoulder and he goes, hey, you want to do a shot? And in this economy, with how high gas prices are, I felt obliged to do a shot. I said, yes, sir, yes, sir, I'll do a shot with you. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'll do a shot with you. So um, he's like, all right, what kind of shot you want to do? And I'm, uh, so I'm like, what kind of shot are we doing? I ask him. And he goes, I just got out of jail, tequila. And I said, what? And he said, tequila. And I said, what? Hold on. Go back, go back to the part about the, you know, the whole jail out of part. The just escape the whole jail part of that. What what happened? He's like, oh yeah, I just got out of jail. And the man proceeds to lift his leg, showing me an ankle bracelet. And I'm just like, why is that thing beeping so much? Should that light be flashing as much as it is? I mean, I still did the shot, so I did the shot, and uh, you know, got the heck out of there. Went to the dance floor. Forgot how aggressive dance floors are. Haven't been on the dance floor since prom. Since prom, never been to a wedding, going to my first wedding in a month, um, but haven't been to a dance floor since prom, and not even that, right? Because prom, I don't know, I guess I was on the dance floor prom, but I'm thinking like homecoming and stuff, like the turnabout, when dances actually were like kind of popping up left and right. So, I remember getting dressed up for that stuff, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, you, you got to get dressed up, and it was like, uh, was it on a weeknight? You know, was it like a Friday or a Saturday? It was a Friday, wasn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. But you would go, you would put like your suit on, and then you would, uh, you know, have to go take a million pictures. Everyone wants to take pictures. I never was one of the guys that wanted to take pictures. I don't know if any guy is, to be honest with you, but I was purely against it and always was like, this is not a big moment. This is not a big moment at all. Luckily, I had the same girl. Um, for I think all my dances I went to, except for the first one I went with uh, with my buddy Connor. We went, is it stag? Is that the word? I don't know. Um, and we were like going to go, it's like two bachelors to the thing. And all we did was go there and just, <laughs> just go to the dance floor and like just try our best. Anything that came at us. <laughs> two freshmen in high school just out there figuring it out. Just figuring it out. Dude, I remember um, my hair was so long. I remember I had, like, Jim Alpert hair, too. Just figuring it out. Um, but, yeah, so we did that. And then, uh, where am I going? Oh, the dance floor at Tao was fucking aggressive, man. I mean, they come out there. They're just grinding on you. I like to talk to a girl. Hey, you want to go dance? And then you go dance. No, this one, they just come up on you. I almost fell over, dude. She nailed me. I thought we were doing a box out drill, like, in middle school when you shoot a free throw. Dude, I swear, two minutes in, I looked at the bouncer. I'm like, foul. Fucking foul, dude. She's hooking me. I don't know, man. It's wild. I don't think I'm going to go back. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go back to Tao. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. The girls were gorgeous, though. Girls were gorgeous there, so Tao's cool. Uh, it's good in my book for that. But uh, besides that, man, everything's expensive. And I went with this one guy, and he was kind of a wild card. And when we left... He told me this story of me. He like, he's like, man, usually nights like this, I end up going to the strip club. And I was like, oh, here we go. 
He's going to try to convince me to go to the strip club with him. I have no money. He's going to try to make me broke. Here we go. Here we go. And uh, he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, uh, last time I was actually at the strip club, I got robbed. So he proceeds with the story, and he goes, yeah, I, some guy asked me to pull like $400 for him because his card wasn't working, so I pulled it, and he was going to Venmo me, and uh, he just took the money and ran. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay, great. And then they pull over to stop two miles away from my house on the street. I'm Belmont, two miles away. And I was like, from that story about you getting robbed and going to the strip club, I'm the one to continue with the night's activities. I'm good here. So I got out and I walked two miles. Now, did I tell him the correct address? I don't know. I was pretty drunk, but I think I did. Was it 3 a.m.? Did he maybe mistype it in? Probably. But I walked two miles home at 3 a.m. in Chicago, and that's not the best thing to do. And I know that, and I've learned. But also at the same time, I know the streets. Yeah, boy. Dude, sometimes I walk Belmont just for fun, dude. You don't think I know Belmont? Dude, I have a Belmont train station in my town. That's how much I know Belmont. <laughs> I don't even think it's in my town. Um, no, is it? Yeah, it is, I think. I don't know. Belmont Belmont is real interesting. And maybe I'm thinking the wrong street, but I'm pretty sure it's this one. I used to, so in high school, um, I, th I think we all know from the fucking podcast, I, mean, I was dating, I'm dating this girl for like a year and a half towards the end of high, at the end of high school. And what I would do some nights, because I would be, you know, out with her late to just, I don't know, just doing stuff and draw, I guess just dropping her off. And I would have a time that would have to be home by. And I don't even know if that's true. I don't remember. I think I did. I think I for sure had a curfew. I don't remember. But what I do remember is I would try to race home. Maybe I did this for my own pleasure too. So I would try to race home as fast as I could or get to her. It was never get to her. Well, here's why. It was never get to her place as fast as I can because I would do this at like, you know, real late at night when the streets were kind of empty. And uh, I would. Try, I think my lowest I ever got from the north side of town to the south side of town. I live all the way on the south side of town. She lived, or no, eastish or westish? What westish? I don't know. Uh, eastish and westish is definitely not words, but one one of those directions uh, and north, a little bit north, not too far north, um, but. We had a, we used, I used to time myself. I think I got it to like seven or eight minutes. I forgot what the record was. I used to do that. And then I used to have spoons in my car, like uh, Dairy Queen long red spoons. And I would pretend playing the drums. 100% would, to any song. Which I know what you're thinking. Which hand did you use for the wheel? That's why we got knees, baby. That's why we got knees. <laughs> That's why we got knees, baby. And I would play, I would play along, dude. Everlong, all these songs. Although I didn't actually not Everlong because I didn't get into the Foo Fighters until like college. Which, by the way, I guess the segue out of uh, segue out of this into something uh, terribly, terribly sad. We lost my favorite drummer of all time, uh, Taylor Hawkins, who, to me, is why I picked up the drumsticks. I loved Everlong. I wanted to play Everlong on the drums. I would always just sit there on my bed trying to play it. And then I was like, you know, what if we could get drums? And I was like, it's just too loud. But then I found like electronic drum kits with like mesh padding. Sold immediately. Didn't have the money for it. 
So I had to put it on credit and like do like payments and I paid it off and everything. I even built like a, a drum platform because when I was sitting there, dude, you're, you're on this like stool and uh, it's called a throne and which is just so dramatic for a drum stool. It's a drum stool and they call it a drum throne, but whatever. And you're like wobbling on carpet when you move. So I had to upgrade to, uh, to get to something more stable. So I built this platform out of wood one summer and I actually spray painted the Foo Fighters logo onto the middle of it. I had to buy a Foo Fighters template and I spray painted it onto the middle of it. And uh, yeah, 50, what was he, 52, something like that? 50. It's young, man. It's a young age to go. It's a real fucking young age to go. So, um, you know, he's why I picked up the drums. And he's uh, my favorite drummer of all time. And uh, I'm happy, you know, we got what we got. And it, what's sad is because I, I was so close to seeing him live at Lala. And I'll never get to see him live now. And that's brutal. Um, I don't know if I'll ever get to see the Foo Fighters live now. Who knows what the future of that band is. Um, but I never got to see them live. And I was so close. I had tickets one time. And sadly, due to another unexpected, tragic, sad death, um, I was unable to make it. And um, I actually ended up driving home that day. And uh, we were on LSD. And I could see them in the park where I should have been watching. And uh they showed Dave on the screen, and then I cut the Taylor, and I was like, that is awesome. I wish I was there. But either way, um, you know, sometimes bi- bi- there's bigger things in life. And uh, obviously I hope everything I, – I don't know what killed him. I, I probably should know, but I don't yet, and that's okay. But, yeah, so sorry. That's a, I know that's a real bummer thing to do right now is just bring it down with that. But, um, Taylor, you will be missed, my man. And I know, obviously, we talked about, I think, the week before Razor passing away, or the, sorry, the episode before Razor passing away. And, you know, sometimes life gets a little sad with things, but that's okay. Again, this has been a sad pocket. And then Devontae. How about this? Devontae Adams left the Packers. They just signed Sammy Watkins. That's not a replacement. We're still fucked. But you know what I mean? The Cubs suck. The Bulls, Lonzo didn't come back. Sometimes this podcast is a real Debbie Downer, dude. And sometimes it's in the dirt. But just like the Undertaker will rise up. And how, how, Nick, how are we going to rise up? Let me tell you this. Fortnite has no building. And I've always said that if Fortnite had no building, I would be thriving. And I am thriving. So fuck yeah, dude. I'm smarter than the game. Or I'm smarter than the haters, I should say. Right? All good. Smarter than the haters. Now, what are we doing here? Oh. Oh, there's other good news, Nick? There's other good news? Yeah, I got a new job. How about that? Higher paying new job. Go me. Let's keep the ball rolling, all right? So new job starts April 25th, maybe. I don't know. I think April 25th. New job. We're rolling through. Scotty Scheffler won the Masters. What a tournament it was. It was great to see Tiger out there. Um, Did I have Scotty Scheffler to win in that parlay I said earlier? Yes, I did. And did the Cubs lose? They did lose. But it was cool because I still went to my first opening day game. Yeah! How about that? How about that? First opening day Cubs game and they win. Boom. Suzuki's looking great. See ya. We're cranking through these, man. I don't know if you guys saw that Instagram video I put out. Also been going crazy viral on TikTok with only 26 view, uh, followers, but still, still bringing in 1,200 plus views on videos. But we're doing crazy numbers because we're the little engine that could. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Wait, what's our what's our views like? Oh, we're the little engine that could. Chugga 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 choo choo. Right all the way to the top. <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> I tried so hard to push through that chugga chugga choo choo part. Oh man, dude, this is what I'm talking about. You guys, this is the fucking this is the unfiltered podcast. We're not we're leaving that in. Oh man. We just we're bringing in views. That's it. <laughs> chugga 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 motherfucking choo choo. Oh god. Dude, the last thing I'm gonna leave you with here. I know we got like a minute left, but fuck it, dude. Who gives a shit, man? Oh, I was gonna even say the Instagram outtakes thing. So what I was saying is I had uh, I shot this video for Instagram where I was like filming myself and I said, watch, the, like I'm blowing up, guys. You're going to want to jump on the train now. And I went and I just, from my balcony, which is like the first floor, no longer in the clouds, all good, but first floor, I was like, hey, do you guys know who the comedian Nick Hannock is? And then the guy was like, no. And I was like, okay, fuck. All right, great. And that was the video, right? That was the comedy. But a little bit behind the scenes here for you guys. Let me dive deep. The first three people I did, they said, and I only got five total videos. The first three people all said no. Or, I'm sorry, all said yes. Yes, we know Nick Hannock. Yes, yes. Oh, I know him. I go, yeah, he's funny, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah. No fucking idea what I said. Unless they think I said Nick Cannon. Nick Hannock, Nick Cannon. I don't know. But they all were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, God, you're fucking up my video, all right? Damn it. You cunts, get out of here. Oh, come on, Hannah, you didn't have to go there. We're almost through the literally 10 seconds left on this podcast, and you could have just kept it all in. I know. Well, we're going to go a little longer. So uh, we're going to actually go a little longer than this, actually, like maybe five more minutes longer. Who knows? Because I'm cranking through these. I got some stuff to say. And uh, so, yeah, they screwed it up for me, and uh, we had to retape it like five times, and it was fucking freezing too. So what I do to give you guys content, and I don't do much, just know I do a little bit. <laughs> Just know I do enough for me to go, oh, it's cold out here. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so fucking funny. Okay, um, last thing I want to leave you guys on, which I think I just said that already, so this is the P.S. Um, I went to my first bachelor party, too, because I told you my first wedding's coming up, and that's at the end of, um, at the end of May. At the end of May. So... We went to our first bachelor party, went to Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Why? I don't know, but we did. And was it raining the whole time? Yes. Did we still hot tub? Yes. Now, Hannock, wasn't there like like 12 guys there, 10 guys there? Yep. Did you all go in the hot tub at once and you were asked the ankles who knows, who knows what we were touching? Yep, we did. It happened. And it was raining during all that? Yeah. It was. Um, we were like banging equipment on that. I'm um, just to give you guys that right there. But, uh, so we, we went up there. It was a fun time and he had a good time and I'm happy for him. We go to a strip club because it's a bachelor party. That's what you do at bachelor parties. Now there are other things on this trip that happened that I won't say because it was a bachelor party and what happens there stays there. Everyone knows that that's the rule. And it's actually not true because if you do have gonorrhea, that shit comes back with you. Shout out. I think the first hangover, but, um, 
what I was saying is that this story, it does not stay there because you, I'm bringing it back right now because it needs to be told. And this is what happened. We go there. People are getting lap dances as they do as males. at a, uh, Dude, not even males. Females, males, whatever you are, whatever you want to be. You can get a lap dance at a strip club. I've seen it all. I've seen everything. Couples getting lap dances. Two and two on one. Or, yeah, two the, two couple, one, two people, one couple, one stripper. So maybe a one on two, two on one, whatever you want to call that. And um, I guess it would be a one on two because she's physically on them. But that's not what it's about. Hannah, move on. Okay. Um, un, this is unfiltered. We don't edit this. We keep going. And what uh, what happened was our one buddy was not getting... I didn't see it. I think maybe he got one lap dance, maybe in the beginning. And then we lo- and then we didn't see him at our table for the rest of the night. He was two tables over talking to this girl the entire night. And at the table with them were two very old people. I would say in their 50s or 60s it looked like. Or it could have been a Lake Geneva 35-year-old. Who know? Who knows? Jeez, I can't talk. I'm not, I need water is what it is, but we're going to push through. Um and let me get water. Hold on. All right, sorry, we're back. Um, I had to get water. Uh, so they were old, okay? And uh, and they didn't look good. And our buddy's at this table talking to this girl, and she looks maybe, you know, a little bit older than us, late 20s, early 30s, maybe maybe our age. I would say late 20s if I had to take a guess. She's talking to our buddy the whole time. I don't know, hour and a half maybe goes by, we're ready to leave. And uh, we're like, let's go. And the guy's like, okay. And we leave, and we get him to go, and uh, I guess he got her, like, Instagram or something like that. I don't know. Or, like, Snapchat, something like that, right? We move on, and we're like, dude, what were you doing the whole time? And he's like, oh, I was just talking with this girl. We, like, made out and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay, what was her name? And she and he goes, her name was Celeste. And I go, oh, so she was a hooker. And he goes, no, she was not a hooker. And I go, oh, okay. Did you pay for all her drinks? And she's, he said, yeah. And then I said, and then my other buddy comes in and he says, did you ever give her money? He's like, well, she needed $35. I said, what? She gave, you gave her $35? He's like, yeah. And, she's, and she, he's like, he, she like made out with me and we like danced. And I said, oh, she made out with you. Because she's a hooker, dude. She's tootin'. She's tootin'. No doubt. And he was like, no, no, no. Her, name, her name's Celeste. And we're like, exactly. And then um, and then we're like, oh, dude, who were the two people at their table? And he said, get this, her bosses. Huh? So a girl, not a hooker, named Celeste, went to a strip club on a Saturday night with her two bosses that are in their 50s? And he goes, yeah. And we go, what did she tell you she did? And he said, she sells wedding dresses. And I said, dude, you can sell wedding dresses. And still be a prostitute 
at night. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And he, to this day, is in denial that she was tooting. And I think I, you guys be the ones that decide. I think we have proof. All right? I think we have proof. <sighs> All right, well, how about that episode? 36 minutes. I feel good about it. I know we started slow, and we definitely got real. We definitely got real, man. And sometimes, you know, it's funny that it gets real sometimes because... Um, what I was going to say is, you know, I was going through all that stuff, man, in my personal life, and then also just the stress of building 10 minutes and performing it and, you know, not sucking and not disappointing and doing all the travel and all that stuff. And then also the second city, you know, I'm building a new five for that. So just a lot of stuff, a new job, right? New job, you know, fucking dealing with losing every bet. Um, you know, a lot of shit, man, a lot of fucking shit on my plate and stressful man but then you know sometimes you make it through and we made it through and now you reflect back on it and you think you're thankful for some of the stuff you went through and um, when you went through it and how you went through it so um again if you were in my life and you said thing and you gave me any kind of support with the comedy stuff you know this one this is a definitely a check mark here paid road gig houston texas had fun legit comedian living his life new another show now Second City, April 28th. Come on out, guys. Show out. Let's do it again. Um, thank you for the support. And any kind, and I mean that from the absolute, dude, the pits of my heart, man. You know the bottom of my heart? Just go deeper. The core, man. The earth's core, dude. That's the core of my heart. I, I uh, really want to thank you guys, man, because I there's a few of you out there that really got me through this hard time. And then also... Um, not necessarily that all hard times, but there's a few of you that have rocked with me with the high times here, man. And it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I see you guys supporting and liking the shit online. And um, I really does not go unappreciated. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I know we're just ending on this like uh, fucking very serious note. And I'm gonna hit you with the. And now it's all over. Right there, and I double clicked it accidentally. So. Um, but we're leaving it in because this is unedited. All right, guys. Thank you so much for the uh, podcast. I'm sorry if it jumped around, but you know how we roll on the show. And we roll and we go. And we'll see you fucking, I don't know, maybe next week, maybe two weeks. Who knows? But come on out. April 28th, Second City. Let's do it. Peace. Mm-hmm.